tearful afternoon. I drove to school on Thursday to pick Josh up and I noticed that there seemed to be a delay in him coming out which was unusual for him. His teacher appeared and came to speak to me and said that he had become very distressed in the afternoon because he had wanted an iPad and the staff had said that it needed to be put away. He constantly kept going back to the cupboard to get the iPad and that kind of suggested to me that he hadn't quite finished with it. Josh is very much a creature of habit. He's very ritualistic in his autism and he likes to finish every little task. He's an absolute joy and I adore him, but as brothers he and Max are so different in their autism and it's quite fascinating to observe the differences. Josh has rituals and he needs to repeat these rituals day in, day out and is to the point of being obsessive. He does have very strong OCD tendencies and is medicated with a drug called fluoxetine to help him with this because he can become very stuck and struggles to move on unless he finishes something to his satisfaction. I talked about this with the teacher because he can be the same with puzzles. He will get caught up in puzzles and struggles to move on until he finishes them. While we talked, I finally caught sight of my lovely boy coming out through the gate and my heart broke when I saw him quite literally sobbing inconsolably. My instant reaction, I have to say, was one of bewilderment as I felt it must have been very harsh on him. And so I must admit I was quite concerned about what had actually happened. I put him in my car and jumped in next to him. And the poor darling cried the whole way home. I opened the sunroof slightly in the car to try and distract him. And my heart broke because he looked out the window and just sobbed. And I got to admit I cried too. Sometimes when a situation like this arises, I have found that it's best to take the boys away from the situation where the upset has occurred. It's almost best to transition out of the situation where the distress has been caused because that can help the moving on process, which could be so difficult with youngsters like mine. But we got home and I helped take his belongings out of the car. He came into the house and I immediately got him to change out of his clothes and take his shoes off and changed him into fresh, comfortable clothing. And then we hugged for a really long time. I grabbed his fluffy blanket and wrapped him in it and we sat together, not speaking, just hugging. Slowly, slowly, my gorgeous boy returned to himself. The trauma experienced earlier was a memory, but he was quiet in himself and, to be honest, quite exhausted by the whole ordeal. He had dinner and a nice hot bath and generally takes a while to settle down, but he just lay on his bed clearly worn out and that was really hard to watch. The concern the following day was that there would be a repeat of the day before because I wondered whether he would have held on to the unpleasant memory and be hell-bent on ensuring he got to right the apparent wrongs of the previous day. He didn't. He was back to his usual compliant lovely self. But a part of me wondered whether he had been beaten down by the members of staff not allowing him to do what he had wanted and whether he had just felt so defeated. It wasn't a case of Josh misbehaving. It was a case of autism taking hold and messing with his head to the point that he became so distressed. And it is at these times that I feel most angry at this condition, because of the trauma it causes. So a quiet weekend is ahead of us, where we will attempt to put up a Christmas tree, and he can indulge in the things he wants to do, without any interference from me. Because whilst I understand the need for him to comply, at home I'm going to let him be and allow autism to do its worst today. It's part of who he is, but it won't define Josh, because he is first and foremost my beautiful boy, whether autism likes to lay claim to him or not.